0: Thank you for listening to this podcast by the River Family Christian Center. We pray that this message strengthens and encourages you in your walk with God. All right, good evening. So, um, the Lord really put it on my heart, um, some really awesome things about wisdom. And um, I really felt like he wanted to encourage us in this. So... When most of us think about wisdom, we think about the book of Proverbs, right? So that's where we're going to start tonight, right in Proverbs 1. Because right at the beginning, we are introduced to wisdom. And in... um, Well... Boy, there's a lot of Psalms, isn't there? I'm trying to get to Proverbs 1. So there's, um, we're introduced to Lady Wisdom. And I really felt like as I was meditating on Proverbs and, you know, it, it talks about in Proverbs uh, 1, one twenty and 21 that wisdom, it talks about wisdom crying out. And she shouts out in the streets. Wisdom is personified in these first few chapters of Proverbs. And I really believe it's personified because we can get to know wisdom. Okay? Wisdom is an attribute of, of, of God. And just like it was, we can get to know Holy Spirit, we can get to know Jesus, we can get to know Wisdom. And, it, and, and it's given to us through the Holy Spirit. So Proverbs 1, 20, and 21, and this is in the New Living Translation. It says, Wisdom shouts in the streets. She cries out in the public square. She calls to the crowds along the main street, to those gathered in front of the city gates. And the word depicts wisdom in this public place, in the marketplace. It's a common place. It's where everybody goes, right? Everybody goes to the store, to the market, right? So she's, she's shouting out in this place because it's accessible to everyone. Wisdom isn't a great mystery that is unattainable to us. She's crying out. She's shouting out right there in the marketplace. And in the next nine chapters of Proverbs, it's all about wisdom, which is the, you know, things that the benefits of wisdom, the things that take either the fruit that is produced in your life when you're walking in wisdom. And then it also talks about the immoral woman who, who is, you know, the, the lust of the flesh and the things of the world and the, and the fruit that that will um, produce in your life as well. But I want to get back to wisdom calling out to us. Go with me to Proverbs 8, 1 through 3. So Proverbs 8, 1 through 3. It says, listen as wisdom calls out. Hear as understanding raises her voice. On the hilltop along the road, she takes her stand at the crossroads. By the gates at the entrance to the town, on the road leading in, she cries aloud. In verse 2, we see that she's along the road. She's along the road because she's right there on the path with us. We're walking along a path, and she's right there with us, and she's calling out. And then we see that she takes a stand at the crossroads. When you think about a crossroads in your life, it's usually symbolic of a decision to be made, right? So when we we see that... Um, that's, that's where we see her. The word says that she takes her stand there. And I look that word up in the strongs and it says the word stand is to establish, to station or erect as in a pillar. A lot of times, you know, in our hard times and our trials and, um, you know, there, there are a lot of hard decisions to be made. And right now I know a lot of us are facing hard decisions. You know, where do we make those budget cuts? I, I was reading a post today on Facebook of, of someone who had posted about the gas prices, and they're like, what are you all doing? And, and I, I saw a lot of negative things in the post. I didn't see too many positive things. So I know that, that the Lord is wanting to pour out this wisdom on us in these decisions that need to be made because everything you know all of our prices are going up all the different things that are going on in our lives lots of us have decisions we're we're trying to make concerning our children you know should we start a business should we buy a car should we buy a house you know what are the things that we should be doing right now And a lot of these decisions, they don't have just a right or wrong, black and white answer because it's different for all of us. But that's the place where wisdom is established in our lives. That's the place where God starts to show off. And we don't have to strive to get that wisdom. That's what these scriptures say to me. I don't have to strive to get the wisdom to know what decisions to make because she's right there with me. She's right there, she's been crying out, she's been shouting out, she's been walking with me along this path, all along. Wisdom is just waiting for us to take the time to listen and when we hear and obey the voice of wisdom, that's when it's established in our lives. That's when that, that it's established as a pillar so let's take a look at how to get to know wisdom a little bit better, and um, turn back with me to Proverbs 2. And again, I'm in the New Living Translation, so your Bible might be a little bit worded a little bit differently than mine. But in Proverbs 2, um, there's some really um, good little nuggets in in the first few verses here. My child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord and you will gain knowledge of God. So I want to talk about some things that this, those passages are instructing us on how to get to know wisdom. So in verse one, it says, treasure my commands. In other words, treasure what he tells us to do. When we receive instruction from the word and from a spoken word, so when we receive that prophetic instruction and the revelation on matters, we need to heed it, that's part of treasuring it, is heeding that word and and obeying and following um, treasures defined in Strong's as to protect, esteem, store up, secret place. So we're to protect, esteem, and honor, and keep his commands in our secret place, in our hearts. And store them up for ourselves just as we would with silver or gold or precious stones. Those are things that we wouldn't just throw away or treat haphazardly. So it is with wisdom, because Proverbs tells us, That her value is, and the profits are better than silver and gold. And we esteem and honor wisdom by being obedient, instead of trying to do things our own way. We follow what wisdom says. There are times when the Lord even will ask us to do things that, that, don't really make too much sense to us and we don't understand. If you think of, um, you know, Pastor Dean just preached on Sunday about First uh, Kings 17 and Elijah. And the Lord instructed Elijah to go to the brook and eat what the ravens brought him. Could you imagine re- receiving a word like that, that from the Lord? Go from the place that you are right now, go to this brook and eat what the birds bring you. That that uh that takes obedience (laughs) and the natural in in elijah's natural mind i'm sure he was thinking what what i'm gonna eat what the birds bring me but the word doesn't say that he questioned it it said that he was obedient to it he did what the word of the lord said and we see him act on that in verse 2 it says tune your ear to wisdom in other words Train yourself to listen to wisdom, to listen to the Holy Spirit. Don't make decisions hastily. Wait on the Lord, and we've been practicing that a lot in our services. Just waiting on the Lord, inclining our ear to what he has to say. In verse 2, it also says to concentrate on understanding. So when you're concentrating, you're meditating on it. You're mulling that thing over in your mind so that, and in your heart, so that you get the knowledge of how to apply it to your life, because that's what understanding is, is how to apply the wisdom in your life. Verse 3 says, cry out for insight and ask for understanding, and this doesn't mean just to be, you know, cry out, doesn't mean crying and moping, right? This means when we're in our prayer time, we're earnestly asking and expecting insight to whatever the situation is that we wouldn't normally have just in our natural understanding. We're asking for spiritual insight and understanding. We're asking the Lord to reveal things to us that we don't know to show us what's coming. What should we expect and what we should do when it comes? We're asking how, how to apply what he gives us in our life, what it looks like, what it will produce in our lives, Whenever we follow the Lord's direction and instruction, we should expect to see fruit from those decisions, and that is the kind of insight that we that we are seeking the Lord for. That's what we're crying out for and asking understanding for. Verse 4 says, search for them as you would for silver. If we're walking along a place, wherever your favorite place is, a beach, a mountain, you know, the the forest, a field, wherever, now just imagine that you're there for a moment and you know that there's treasure all over the ground are you just going to walk along and not pay attention to what is around you no you're going to be looking for it we should be looking for wisdom in the same manner because wisdom is right there with us all along but we have to train ourselves to stop and, to, and, and that's not easy to do because we, we naturally, we kind of get stuck in that just routine of going along. Well, this is, this is what I've always done, and this is what I'm doing. But sometimes wisdom says, you can't do that today. You have to do something else. So we need to train ourselves to stop. And, and look what's in front of us, look what's around us, look what's going on, so that we don't miss that treasure. And lastly, in verse 5, it says, Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord. You will gain the knowledge of God. And Proverbs 9, 10 tells, that the, tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. When we do all of those things that we just listed in verses 1 through 5, we'll have understanding of the fear of the Lord, and we'll have the wisdom and be able to walk in the knowledge of God. If you've ever listened to any of, um, like, Dr. Caroline Leaf, um, she says it takes, I believe it's 90 days to establish yourself in a habit. So if we're stuck in a routine all the time of not taking the time to listen to what wisdom is saying to us, to what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. We have to train ourselves. We have to, um, we have to make that a practice. The word doesn't tell us to seek him because he can't be found. It tells us to seek him because he can be found. Just as we were singing tonight, His evidence, the evidence of his goodness is all around us. That evidence of his goodness is in my life. It's in your life. And sometimes we need to even rehearse those victories when we're when we're searching for wisdom. Lord, remember what you did here. I remember what you did in my life at this time. I remember when you told me what to do in this situation. And Lord, I'm looking for it again here. Lord, tell me what to do. I remember when you brought me into a place of victory. I remember when you uh, delivered me from anger, complaining, whatever it was. I remember when you did those things. When we're walking in a place of wisdom, there's no room for fear. And here's something that really... um, came alive to me as I was reading through Proverbs. Proverbs 3, 19 and 20 says, by, the wis- by wisdom, the Lord founded the earth. By understanding, he created the heavens. By his knowledge, the deep fountains of the earth burst forth and the dew settles beneath the night sky. By wisdom, the Lord founded the earth. Now think about how all of the intricate parts of our world play In together to create this perfect wonderful place that we live and only by his hand and his wisdom could all of these things come together and work together to make the perfect atmosphere for us to be able to live on this earth that is the same wisdom that we have walking with us that's the same wisdom that's crying out to us God, that's the same insight that he wants to give us. This is how this works. This is how this works. This is how this is all going to come together. We don't always get all the pieces right away, but he will give it to us. He's good, and he's faithful, and all of those awesome things that he does, all, it, 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 in Proverbs it says that, that wisdom was there in the beginning. When he was forming the earth, when he was forming all of the things. Wisdom was there, it was, and he used wisdom in that. That's the wisdom that we have. That's the wisdom that we can partake in, and that is a really cool thing. He tells us exactly how to get it, how to walk in it, to keep it, and what it will produce in our lives. It's all right here in the book of Proverbs. He tells us how to get it, how to keep it, and how it can produce fruit in our lives. And that's why there's no room for fear, because he's good and he wants us to have understanding that although hard times come and trials come, he has the answer waiting for us before we arrived at those crossroads. Wisdom was walking with us the whole time, waiting for that opportunity to be established just as as the prophetic word came, we were born for such a time as this. We were created for this unique, specific time. So is it okay that the economy might be going a little crazy? Yes. Why? Because I was made for this. Because I have wisdom. Because God gave me the wisdom to walk through this. He doesn't want us to, to live in fear of what's going to happen. He doesn't want us to live in fear of, of prices or inflation or the stock market crashing or whatever the thing may be that, that is giving you that anxiety. And Psalm 34, 4 and 5, again... Um, new living translation it says i prayed to the lord and he answered me he freed me from all my fears those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy no shadow of shame will darken their faces from all my fears i am free would you guys just say that with me from all my fears i am free i'm free from the fears that keep me awake at night the worry the anxiety He freed me because he's already given me wisdom on how to handle the situation, what to do. He's given us understanding and insight on the decisions to be made. We don't have to lay there awake at night with all those thoughts running through our heads. Nope, because my God is good, and my God is faithful, and my God pours out wisdom, and she's right here with me. It says, He's made me radiant with joy because I've looked to Him for help. Do you know joy is peaceful? We think of happiness or excitement, but joy is a little bit different. Joy is a place of peace, it's a place of rest. It it goes beyond just a a happy feeling, it's what we get in our hearts. It's a fruit of the Spirit. And there's no place for fear when we have joy in our hearts. So it's kind of like, you know, we have all the things happening. But instead of focusing on the worry and the way things are, we're just going to shift our focus and shift our view. We're gonna start looking for the treasure. We're gonna start standing on the word of God. Because he's saying don't worry about what you'll wear, what you'll eat, what you'll drink. That's not the things that we should be thinking about because he says to meditate on those things which are true, those things that are good, those things that are holy. And my worry and my fear are not those things. So we shift our gaze to what our assignment is in this time. You created me for this time, so what am I supposed to be doing in this time? The Lord has been speaking to us for um, several years about you know, having um, different streams of income coming in. And it was in his goodness that he did that because look what's happening around us. And um, if you, I guess, didn't heed the word then or you didn't, haven't discovered yet, it's, it's never too late. It's never too late to start some of the biggest companies in america were started during recessions that's a fact they were started during recessions and they became multi-million dollar companies that's what the wisdom of the lord can do there's not any limitations on him when we do and we're obedient and we um we we move when he says to move, we stay when he says to stay. When we do those things, his goodness abounds. His goodness abounds, he takes care of us. We're reading his word, we gain wisdom and understanding and insight that we didn't have before. And suddenly we're just, we're freed from that, from the torment of the, of the anxiety and fear. And that sweet peace that surpasses all understanding comes flooding in and bringing that joy with it, that radiant joy, because he's faithful and he's never let us down. Like Pastor Dean preached on Sunday, in Joshua, he commanded us to be strong and courageous. And if you read through Joshua, it says that several times, be strong and courageous. He doesn't ask us to be strong and courageous and stand there all on our own by ourselves. He gave us the Holy Spirit, he gave us himself. It's his strength and his courage that we stand in. All he's asking us to do is to stop looking at our weaknesses, our fears, our doubts, and start to look for that treasure of wisdom and treasure his commands, incline our ear to him, cry out for insight, He's asking us to walk in the power and the might of his Holy Spirit. When, we, when he's commanding us to be strong and courageous, it's the sevenfold spirit of God, right? That spirit of might. So we're not alone and we're not consumed. We're not tormented. We're full of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, and self-control. And I'm just going to close with this, and it's something that um, the Lord spoke to me, and I found it very encouraging and exciting because he said historically in hard times and persecution, the church has grown exponentially. That's when the church grows in the face of persecution, in the face of hard times, and that we, we should be excited about the time he has chosen for us to be here. Because we were created for this particular time. Huh? So Father, tonight, we just thank you, Lord, that you, that you've given us wisdom, Lord, that we've already received it. And Father, I thank you that we take the time. To look, we take the time to treasure, we take the time to incline our ear to you, that we take the time to truly listen, that we heed your word not just the written word, but Lord, the prophetic word, Lord, the instructions that you give us. Father, I thank you that you just pour out on us the answers, the wisdom, the understanding, the insight that you've promised. I thank you, Lord, that as we walk in it, that 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 fruit is produced in our life, that we're prosperous in you, that we don't have to worry, we don't have to fear. You've already provided. Thank you, Lord, for not leaving us Thank you that you stand with us, that you walk beside us. You're a faithful God. You're a faithful God. And we just thank you, Lord, for the impartation of wisdom. Thank you for the peace that comes with it and the joy that casts out all anxiety and all fear and brings the soundness of mind. And, Father, we thank you that as we go about the rest of our week, Lord, we will incline our ear to you. And we'll listen for your wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You guys are dismissed. Have a wonderful evening. Everybody be safe on the way home. Thank you for listening to this podcast by the River Family Christian Center. If this message has blessed you and you would like to give financially or you would like more teachings from Senior Pastor Dean Wagner, please visit www.theriverfcc.com.